If you've been listening to the show, you know I've been diving into the direct care business model for physicians as a way to rebuild our American healthcare system and end the burnout epidemic. If you're working with us as a planning client, we can help you get clarity on what it takes to get there, keep you accountable, and even give you a bunch of examples of how well this has worked for others. But I know many of you will need more than it. You may need support doing things you've never had to do before, like business planning or marketing or even IT. And I'm sure you could probably use a part. That's what my friends at Freedom Health Works can do for you. They're the complete direct primary care solution for physicians that want to buck the system. They can help you set up and run your own practice with easy financing and support you with the business strategy, hiring guidance, technology setup, client acquisition, and even your website. If you're curious to learn more about them, hit pause, grab your phone right now and save this number. 317-804-1203. That's 317-804-1203. We've also had their CEO on our May 2nd episode one of their current clients on our June 13th episode and a client of ours who just started working with them on our show that aired on July 18th. Make sure and give those shows a listen if you're curious, but if you want to get some questions answered directly, give them a call. They're a great team. And once again, find out more at 317-804-1203 and make sure to tell my sent you. Welcome to Finance for Physicians, a show where we empower physicians like you to practice medicine the way you always dreamed you would. This podcast features doctors, physicians, and experts that share one main thing in common. We believe having control of our finances leads to having control of our lives. In a world where doctors' lives are often dictated by our needs to maximize income, pay back massive student loans, and buy homes, many of us give up reaching those goals. But it doesn't have to be this way. If you are ready to learn how financial wellness creates happier doctors and patients, then I'm your guy. I'm your host and financial expert, Daniel Wren. Let's get started. What's up, guys? So we're going to start doing a quick Q&A. Um, I am joined with my buddy, Hugh Baker. Hugh, say hello. Hello, everybody. And so we're going to be pulling a question from the Facebook group, and we're going to talk through you know, our thoughts on potential considerations and things you need to be thinking about um, in regards to that, and hopefully provide some value for you. But before we jump into it, Hugh, give us a little bit of a quick background on you. Yeah, so I'm a financial advisor, kind of waiting on the day where I can say I've been doing this for a decade, not quite yet, about nine years now, but uh, like to nerd out about finances. Yeah, so we work together. We're both financial advisor planners for physicians by day and get to kind of enjoy working with people, you know, more one-on-one and Hugh, on top of that, actually lives with a physician, <laughs> his wife. 
that's right that's right and hey i didn't didn't hop on the bus you know late i was there from undergrad through med school that's residency i saw the whole thing all right so one of the questions that came up recently in the facebook group was this inheritance question like I just received an inheritance. So let's say it's a larger inheritance, you know, let's say it's a million dollars and maybe I'm a early career physician. What do I do with it? Do I buy stocks? Do I buy bonds? Do I buy I bonds? <laughs> <laughs> what do I do with my million dollar inheritance I just received? Yeah, I think the first step is thinking about now that you do have this windfall, what are some maybe things that you feel like have been missing from your life. Maybe some things you would like to add in. Maybe that's travel. People haven't been able to do as much of that in the last couple of years, just now starting to do that more. Maybe think about, okay, what are some things that maybe I deeply identify with? Maybe it's some type of passion project or hobby that maybe you either no longer have the time to do, maybe didn't have the money to do. How can this money maybe free up time or provide that space to do that? And then maybe on the the flip side, what are some things that are just super annoying to me <laughs> that I hate doing? Or there, is there something we can throw money at to just subtract that out of your life? I know for us, that's like cleaning, things mm-hmm. like that. I would think about that first. And then we start to think about, okay, how much of this money do I need? And when do I need it? Do I need mm-hmm. Maybe is this, this type of thing I want to add into my life? Is that going to cost me an extra thousand dollars a month? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a good starting point. You know, do I have some type of desire to uh, be financially independent at an earlier age? And maybe I'm thinking about long-term investing here. So Mm -hmm. what type of tax shelters do I have available to me? Maybe I'm already maxing that out. That also gives you an indication of how aggressive you can be with the investments. Mm -hmm. So I think starting with those types of values up front can kind of lead you into the direction of what you actually do with the money. Uh, But Mm -hmm. if you're an early career physician, you've got a long-term time horizon. Now is an excellent time to receive a lump sum of money as the market is definitely (laughs) down quite a bit as of the end of September here. Yep. Yeah. I would say number one, don't spend it quickly, especially like be Think about some of the things we're going to throw out first before you spend it, I guess. Not that you should not spend it, but like be thinking about, you know, some of the things we're going to throw out first, you know, before. So I think that's great buying time. So like if I'm mowing my grass and I don't really like it, most of you guys are super busy already. So it's like hire somebody to mow your grass. You just inherited a bunch of money. Hire somebody, save the time, buy time. If you hate cleaning your house and you're spending a lot of time on that, get somebody to clean your house to help. And then that's paying somebody else, which is helping them earn a living. And then you're saving the time. Like that's a home run. That's like way better investment than any index fund you could buy. (laughs) Not that buying investments are bad, but like investing in your time can be oftentimes like the most valuable return on your dollar because you can't, you know, time is worth more than dollars. So that, I think that's a good point as well. Of course, we're going to throw out like the geeky planner type stuff like investing is important um i think within when we start to talk, talk about the investment side you want to this is where you lean on like your financial plan like so what's most important to you like where are what are your goals like for example if you want to retire by x year or if you want to be financially independent or if you want to pay off debt or those sorts of things like if you want to give more money usually i think it's important to focus on the longer term stuff 
first and the harder to do stuff first, like saving and giving money, you kind of have to do it first before you start to think about lifestyle and spending. And so think about your goals. Like if you could put a bunch of money into tax shelters, that's the best by far, like you said, way to do it. And there's a lot of good ways to do it through, if you guys work for like academic hospitals, there's a lot of, even if you're in training, ways to kind of creatively shelter a bunch of money from taxes through like 401ks, 403bs, 457s, all that stuff. So you definitely want to check. That's a great opportunity to check out like all the benefits through work. We've had plenty of clients that in, receive inheritances and not plenty, but a handful that have received inheritances in training. And that's a fantastic opportunity to you know, max out these really good tax shelters that most of the time residents are not even touching and they provide really, really good tax benefits. I think of several cases where I had worked with people that were basically like putting all their paycheck and training into these tax sheltered plans. So in other words, their take home pay was zero close to it, but it was because they had received, you know, an inheritance and were able to kind of reshuffle the money around. So that's a really, really good tax move to kind of shuffle around the dollars. So you always want to think about those first. Yeah, I've actually got one of those situations right now, maxing out all those tax shelters. We're drawing down on, you know, non-qualified assets that was inherited. So no way would this person be able to do that just on cash flow alone mm. uh, on a resident salary. But, you know, we're going to max out all those tax shelters. So basically just moving money from a pot of money that the gain would be taxed over to one where, hey, maybe it's never going to be taxed if you're in training. Mm -hmm. So I think the other thing that comes to mind, don't act like the average lottery winner, right? Doesn't right. the average lottery winner go bankrupt? But, but hey, uh, maybe carve out a small percentage and blow it, you know, throw a party, you know, scratch that itch. Heck yeah, definitely spend some, but uh, you just don't, don't want to get carried away. Maybe buy a Tesla, I don't know. <laughs> 60,000 of the million shouldn't be too bad. And beyond that, the other thing that comes to mind is, you know, if I think of return on like your dollar a lot of times with these kinds of things. So time we've already talked about. The other thing, like the research says that the best return on your dollar is actually giving. And so thinking about if that's important to you, like giving, it's a fantastic opportunity to give when you receive a big inheritance. And even if it's not important to you, like it's worthwhile. I was surprised by this, the research, how impactful it is, you know, happiness wise for people to give. So there's a pretty good case for like giving, um, even if you're, you're not giving, but I think that's a personal preference at the end of the day. I think the main thing though, is it, the nice thing about receiving an inheritance is it gives you all sorts of opportunities like this to kind of think through it. And, you know, it's a little bit like transitioning into practice, not exactly the same, but there are a lot of similar principles that happen where you have to be intentional. So intentionality is the number one thing. For sure. So definitely you got my wheels turning with the giving as well. So I'm like, oh man, what if they got a, a brokerage account that's got yeah. a lot of gain in it? And we could move those shares over to the donor advised fund, save taxes. It's uh, yeah. It's easy for us to start geeking out. So we're gonna try to like not <laughs> get super technical and geek out. But that's Daniel saying, calm down, buddy. Well, I'm tempted myself. <laughs> But I think that's, that's a lot of good stuff. And we're trying to keep this short. We could also talk about this for two hours. So we're trying to do <laughs> what I say, like five minutes, right? So I think we're about at time. Yeah. Good talk, Hugh, as always. Thanks for coming on. And uh, we'll try to do these uh, weekly. I think it'd be a good kind of quick snippet. Yeah, I agree. You've been listening to Finance for Physicians. 
To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast player. On this show, we believe that when you prioritize your finances, you take better care of yourself, have more fulfilling relationships with your families, and most importantly, provide higher quality care for your patients. If you feel this way too and want to learn more, then make sure to join our community. Follow the Finance for Physicians Facebook group for bonus content and sneak peeks on next week's episode. Thanks for listening.